What's up, ladies and gentlemen of YouTube, Boogie2988, coming at you live once again through the power of the internet, and you are once again listening to the Big Stack Podcast, episode number four. Uh, this week we've got a lot of stuff to talk about. I personally want to talk about last week, spending the week in L.A., going to the Mortal Kombat 11 reveal. We've got some news about, oh, you guys mentioned Diablo. What, what what all did you have to talk about? Jacob, what, what, what stories you got lined up for us? Uh, yeah, there was a giant Diablo 2 mod that released. Uh, there's some stuff going down over at the Pirate MMO Atlas that uh, I would like to talk about. And um, I want to talk about EA canceling their Star Wars project. Yeah, I definitely want to talk about that. I made a video about it, and I still have more stuff to say. Jacob, do you have anything you, in mind that you wanted to... Or, so Ellis, do you have anything in mind you wanted to talk about this week? Yeah, Game Freak has a game coming out for all consoles that, I guess, is leaving early access. Uh, Sony got hit with a pretty big fine in Europe, and... Um, EA cancels an open-world uh, Star Wars game. Yeah, I'm a little mad at Sony right now, too. I'm very mad at Sony, actually. I'm going to think about it. But uh, before we get into all of that, I want to remind you guys, we are now available on iTunes. Episode 1, Episode 2 are up. Episode 3 will be up very soon. Um, and Episode 4, if you're listening to it here on iTunes, or if you're listening to any of these episodes on iTunes, do us a favor, drop a comment and drop a rating. It will really help out the podcast. Um, you can also find them, for, find them for free on our SoundCloud um, you can also find them at the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash, well, you have to search for the big stack. We don't have a vanity URL just yet. Um, and, uh, don't forget, we also available at Patreon at patreon.com slash the big stack podcast, where I currently think we have up to like 57 people following us over there on Patreon, clocking at about 110, $120. So nice. uh, that is split amongst the three of us and, and it uses, uh, keeps us coming back every week and makes us, uh, you know, uh, just a small video game budget right now. But, hey, maybe one of these days it'll be enough for uh, these boys here to pay their rent, and that would be awesome if that was that a thing you guys awesome. would like to provide for us. So, uh, well, let's... Oh, uh, lastly, before I forget, by the time this goes live, uh, the podcast should be available on Spotify because Yay. it's pending approval right now, and I know a lot of people are asking for that. And no matter how you choose to watch, no matter how you choose to listen, we are just glad you are here. Uh, I know our audience is still fairly small, uh, with about 10,000 listens per episode, but you know what? I'm pretty happy with 10,000 people listening per episode. I never wanted to be H3H3. I just wanted to have an excuse to come and bullshit with my friends. So, let's talk about Mortal Kombat 11 a little bit. Um, Oh, yeah. I'm excited. Did you guys watch the reveal much, or have you seen much of the gameplay? I did. I I watched uh, all of the, the tournament. I watched the NetherRealm stream. Which had a bunch of pros playing. Who, who won oh, cool. the tournament? I, I was too busy uh, doing like, Sonic stuff. Fox, unsurprisingly. Yeah, very ah. unsurprisingly. He was there, um, and I walked right by him at some point, and I wanted to say, like, oh, hey, what? Dude, this, I, I like, 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 meet him and shake his hand and be like, I loved your uh, word speech or whatever. Uh, he was like really busy. Um, mm. Yeah, and he wasn't like shaking nobody's hand. Like, he shot by like a couple people who know him, and he was just like, oh, I'm done. So I think he's just a busy dude now. I think everybody's like eyes probably. are on him. He's probably just being real careful and safe. The event was weird. Um, oh, yeah? I want to talk about the game itself, but I want to talk about the event and some of the I stuff. I want to hear had. about everything that happened. Yeah, tell me what happened. So they had some boosts set up in what they called the black market which I presume is going to be how they do like some sort of microtransactions or whatever in the game. I did talk to Ed about that directly, and I know Angry Joe did as well. So you guys worried about microtransactions? Don't worry. We have told Ed specifically how you feel. Whether or not he listens is up to Ed. When you say Ed, you mean Ed Boone, right? Ed Boone, the, the, uh, the leader, director, the, the developer of Injustice series and the Mortal Kombat series. Okay. And pretty much the head of NetherRealm over there. 
Yeah. Um, and a game is being published by Warner Brothers. And let's just be honest with you. He, at the end of the day, I don't think Ed wants to put microtransactions in his game, but Warner Brothers is publishing the game and it has to make money. And I'm sure Warner Brothers probably, they, they, there's probably a compromise to be made. So that's probably what it always comes down to. Hmm. Um, I, I would like it if they monetized it the way they have Smash Brothers. Just keep giving me fighter packs, man. I just want fighter packs forever. Sure. Give me 20 fighter packs. I'll keep buying them, man. I, you know, keep giving me guest characters. But, um, so they had this black market set up. And there was some cool stuff there where you could, like, buy skateboard stuff with the Mortal Kombat 11 logo and, like, T-shirts and, and art prints and, like, plastic figures and stuff like that. Okay. I thought you meant in-game. Oh, no. And then there was uh, – then in that black market area, there was this uh, – no, you can't buy skateboards. No, Look, no, no, no. I'm just saying maybe it would improve the game if it was, like, if it was skateboards. Mortal Kombat 5. <laughs> they, they, they took away Sub-Zero's Ice Clone ability and gave him a sweet kickflip. Yeah, I would. I would play that. You honestly. would buy that, right? The Tony fatalities are just as brutal. You're just, you know, getting curved <laughs> off on a half pipe. Tony Hawk's Mortal Kombat 11. I would play that. Um, but so they had some boosts set up where you could like pose for a fatality thing. That was pretty cool. But the line was really long, so I never ended up doing it. Uh, they also had another booth where you could beat old, broken down electronics like Xerox machines and copy uh, copiers and stuff like that. Like with, from Office Space? Yeah, with sledgehammers and stuff. And I don't know what that has to do with Mortal Kombat. Um, all I know is that the VIP room was right next to that. <laughs> and I have an anxiety <laughs> disorder. So here I am sitting in the VIP room trying to do some meetings uh, and meeting people from like you know Turtle Rock Studios and Warner Brothers and stuff like that. And every few seconds, I hear a sledgehammer ripping a Xerox machine apart. Woo! What just and, and there's like glass Man, that really fun, and everything and there's I wish like, they had had that chunks, at E3. Chunks of that stuff would just splatter up against the plastic and you know and so eventually like you know the, that person would get their ten swings in twenty swings in and they'd have to move on and then you get this lull of three minutes and then boom just like out of nowhere again and I would just shoot out of my seat every time. I don't know why that was there. I, I and I really wanted to go in there and film a Francis video, honestly. But yeah, I was gonna say that sounds like a perfect yeah, opportunity. But they made you wear like all kinds of like guards and like face guards and hand guards and gloves and like a leather suit and stuff. And I was like, this is weird. This is just a weird thing to do. But it was cool. Yeah, it started to get kind of weird. Right? Um, and then there was a lot of cosplay there, um, which is just something I don't know if Ed will listen to this. And Ed, if you suits. if you do, I love you. Now I'm gonna criticize the show you, but I still love you. <laughs> Um, so Scarlet got revealed in this new game, and I don't know if you guys have yes. played a lot of Mortal Kombat, but uh, Scarlet in Metal uh, Mortal Kombat Nine, very sexily dressed. She was a very sexy girl with long black hair and kind of that ninja paint, red ninja outfit, that kind of thing. And in this one, she is definitely not. She's definitely evolved. I would I would imagine. Um, she's cut off all her hair, and now she's wearing pretty much clothes head to toe. Um, and, like, there's hardly any skin. And it, so there's even custom customizations. And as, as far as we could tell from the demo, there's no customizations to get her old suit back. Now, that's probably character development. That's probably just what they want for Scarlet. There would probably still be scantily clad girls in the game. But I worry that there's not because it's weird. All the cosplay girls that were there were, for the most part, wearing, you know, very sexy, decent cosplay. You know, like, you know, it's, it's, I wouldn't say I, I, you can, it doesn't have to be sexy to be decent. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that they were wearing very high-end uh, cosplay and were choosing to do sexy versions of non-sexy characters. There was a very sexy Shokan there, for example. 
with, you know, cleavage and a bikini and the whole nine yards. And it's so interesting to see that maybe they're yeah. nervous or afraid to go in the direction of making Scarlet sexy um, and, and put sexy characters in the video game. But all the women that were there who were, who were dressed as Mortal Kombat characters had a very sexy take on it. And I don't think you'd be offending those girls by letting Scarlet maintain her looks from Nine. I don't know who that's upsetting. It's so very surprising to me. But I'm sure there will be plenty of scantily clad girls. It's a Mortal Kombat game. Like what you I said, will... it might not be because they're worried about upsetting people. It might just be because An artistic they choice. wanted to change that character specifically. And they'll leave that right. to somebody else. And I hope that turns out to be the case. I hope that we'll still get Jade and, and Katana and, and some of these other characters wearing what they have wore for 10 games now at this point. I would hate to see it all taken away. Sure. Um, but here's, what I, here's what I will say about this game. They do not give a shit about gore. This is the goriest <laughs> Mortal Kombat yet. Have you seen these yeah. fatalities? Yeah, they are rough. Yeah. I saw the the brain coming out with the face coming out even further. Yeah, the... Bar Baraka will literally rip your face off, reach into your skull, yank out the brain on a claw, and eat it. That's one of his fatalities. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, it's great. Well, one of them is uh, is uh, uh, Sonia kicks you up in the air and then shoots you with her wrist guns, and it makes you fly up in the air and fly into a helicopter blade, and it tears you into pieces. And the, there's like the blade spinning with a little intestine on it. Yeah, I would like to see cosplay of that. Literally, literally every punch uses as much blood as a Quentin Tarantino movie. <laughs> I, I, it's like insane. Like I literally, I just, I literally uppercutted just one person, and it was all of the blood from Django Unchained from that one punch. I've never, <laughs> I've never been so impressed with the Mortal Kombat game. As for the gameplay itself, you can look up gameplay videos, but here's what I will tell you: Nine was very runny and very fast. Uh, t uh or sorry, Ten was very f runny and very fast. Uh, the run mechanic has been taken out, and a lot oh. of the pros have said it's fairly sluggish. Um, you know, you're walking back slowly, you're walking forward slowly. I like that. I've always, because I've never been a pro, so I've never been able to do juggle, uh, juggle physics and juggle combos. I've always been a you know one combo, maybe a second combo. Never three, four, five combos in a row. I've never been able to do that. I've never been able to juggle you and keep you in the air. I've never wanted to be that good at, the, at a fighting game. I just want to see the the fatalities and the X-rays and the other cool stuff. So, um, so it, it was really fun for me. Is it more appealing than to like a more casual player or casual audience? I think that might be the case, but it does seem like the pros the pros are still going to love it. Probably the thing okay. the thing I liked most about it there was like an I forget what they call it fatal blow. So once somebody is down to a certain percentage, you have a chance to get caught up by triggering your fatal blow, which will recharge eventually. So like if you're getting your ass beat early on in round one. Um, you, you get down to your fatal blow and you can land that fatal blow. You're going to knock them down a good 30, 40%. Um, yep. and then of course, if you knock them into their fatal blow range, they'll fatal blow you back. Um, and then that will recharge it. It's, it's on Mortal some time or during each other. fight. Well, the fatal blows kind of look like the x-rays from X and they are just gorgeous. They are just so fun to execute. They're so fun to do. And the, nobody would ever really use at the pro level. You would never use an x-ray unless you were showing okay. off. You would use them to charge your other moves. Use mm -hmm. the meter to charge your other moves, but now there's no reason not to do it. So I really, okay. I really like that's good. That. I like that. It's going to make it a lot more fun to watch. Um, mm -hmm. So I don't know, man. I was really, I really, really enjoyed the game. The event was fantastic. And then if I can get personal, I know this podcast is more about video games, less about me. But I had so much fun in LA. 
Yeah, I want to hear awesome. about you. Yeah, I want to know what you, what you did, man. I landed in L.A. I'm sorry and I, you like, had to hang out next to a explodey Xerox room, though. Well, that was fine. I mean, everybody else was enjoying it. And I was the one with anxiety disorder, so, you know, it's fine. But, um, but like, I landed in town, and I'm like, hey, I'm in Koreatown. What's there to do? Thinking somebody from the event would see it, and, like, maybe we'd hook up or hang out or whatever. Um, and Andy Melanakis is like, hey, dude, I'm, I'm streaming in Koreatown. Come join us. So, sure enough, I went to this restaurant called Tobang and ate with Andy and... Uh, I believe her name was Gretchen. I'm sorry. Uh, Did you say Tobang? Yeah, the name was the restaurant was Tobang. In Koreatown in LA. Did, you should eat there. Did you suck on them toes? I did suck on those toes. Nice. <laughs> um and then uh it was weird live streaming eating in front of two thousand people. That was weird. But yeah, I yeah, imagine. It was kind of weird that Andy Melanakis even knows that I exist because I've been watching him since the MTV days. The dude's great. He's funny. I you know, I think he has the opinion. I didn't that, know he was still producing content. Well, so he mostly live streams now. Um, cool. And we were talking about, I'm like, what else do you do? And he's like, I'm just always behind the scenes helping other people do their stuff now. And so I can only imagine how much money that guy's making. Uh, but everybody in LA knows him. It's just so weird. It's just so weird. Like, I don't know, just hanging out with somebody like Andy because, like, the owner of the restaurant was just, he's like, hey, I've come up with some new dishes. Here's 10 more things. Eat 10 more things, please. All right. And at the end, I like I reached into my wallet for my credit card, and Andy just was like, "What? What are you paying, paying for food? That's weird. What would you? I'm not gonna pay for food. Food's free, right? Like he didn't say that, but that's the uh-huh. the reaction everybody was... gave. And I'm like, I didn't know if the streamer, the like the the people were streaming for, if they were paying for it, or the restaurant was just giving it away because we were giving them promotion, or maybe it's just because they know Andy, or I don't know. I don't know. You but still I want to cover yourself, right? Yeah, I like it. It's a cool <laughs> deal. It's cool. Was the um, food good? It was great. I'd never had much Korean. And so we had something like a called a military soup um, military or soup soldier food. soup or something like that. And basically these All soldiers right. would take whatever MREs they had, throw them together and make a big soup and then feed everybody from that soup. And so it was meant to simulate that. So it had some noodles in it and had some spices in it and had some ham in it and had some meats in it and had some veggies in it and had some whatever. Whatever you could find, you just make a stew out of it. And so they have, each Korean restaurant apparently has their own version of that. And theirs was very, very good. And then there was like... All right. The weirdest thing I've ever eaten was a Korean meal now, and I can't believe this. He's like, I've been developing some street foods. And I'm like, I don't know. Oh, yeah, street foods. I don't know what that means, but let's see. And he's like, I'm going to bring you out a couple. So one of the things he brought out was this cheesy corn. And it was just corn covered in cheese, melted cheese, creamy cheese, like maybe some sour cream or mayo. I don't know what, what else was in it. Delicious cheesy corn. But they had taken... Flaming hot Cheetos and mashed them up into crumbs and then covered that cheese in it. And I looked at it and I'm like, I do not want to eat this, but I, I should don't want to eat that. I don't I want think to think about anybody. Burger King has an exact dish exactly like that. <laughs> well, if so, I'm going to Burger King right now because I-, I took one bite and I was heaven. Now, yeah, I don't think Burger King had corn in theirs. Right. I've had indigestion for three days now. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it? Yeah. Because I, because I really could only eat about one bite. But when the cameras turned off, I tried to go back for a second bite, and I just couldn't because it had gotten cold and congealed and disgusting. Oh God! It sounds like it started that yeah. way to me, but it was great, dude. Go to Tobang and get this. Suck on them toes while you're there. Okay. Yeah. Go yeah. to Tobang, yeah. suck on them toes, and eat horrible Cheeto yeah. dust. And then the event was great. Um, I did. Ed Boone walked up to me, which was weird because again, like I don't know why Ed Boone would know I exist. Um, but I, I've been playing this video game since college in the 90s, you know. 
And is uh, he as tall as he looked on that stage? Yeah, he's a tall dude. Yeah, he looks tall dude. extremely tall. He's got about eight inches on me, I think, give or take. And then in he's what, taller than me. In too. what respect? Then he's taller yeah, than me too. <laughs> ah, um, but uh, yeah, I asked him. I said, "So Angry Joe just interviewed you?" And he goes, "Yes." And I said, "Did Angry Joe get into your ear about microtransactions?" And he says, "Yes." And I said, "Then just imagine, I said exactly what Angry Joe just said, okay? And we don't have to do it." <laughs> and he's like, "Okay." <laughs> and that was probably my favorite part. Because uh, I, I don't know, man. Like, I love, I love the star treatment, and I love getting to meet rock stars like Ed Boon and you know Cliff Blazinski and stuff like that. But here, but I'll tell you, I'm always going to do my due diligence. And then just be like, Good. look, this is this is what we want as fans. This is what my audience wants as fans. I know it's awkward. I know it's weird. I know you don't want me lecturing about microtransactions. And I know it sucks because you have to make Warner Brothers, whoever's publishing your game, happy. I know that. I get that. But we're still going to do it because that's that's what I do. Is, I got to find this out. This is my literal job sure. description, right? Yeah. And then, uh, then this is probably the best part. Uh my friend Adam the Woo, you can check him out at the Daily Woo uh, or Adam the Woo on YouTube. Check out the Daily Woo; it's mostly daily videos there. And he's like a vlogger that does Disneyland and Disney World and theme parks and Six Flags and and oh, one that Daily guy was World. awesome. Yeah, yeah, he's awesome. I I got to hang out with him. He's the one I went to Disney with uh, last December, and then I he's got the to one s- we went to Disney. Oh, that's right. With. Yeah, of course, I forgot you met him. Yeah, um, and then I he's like, hey, what are you doing tonight? I'm like, let's I don't know whatever you want to do. I was thinking about going down to the strip. He's like, let's go to the strip. So we walked the entire strip. I went from the beginning to the end all the way up to the Chinese Theater and then about halfway back down. And that's up on his channel if you want to see that. I've got some footage from that as well. Uh, Adam the Woo, probably one of the nicest men I have ever met in my life. And he's actually living my dream. That's what I want to do. I want to get skinny enough to where I just go to Six Flags every day and Disneyland every day and, and travel the world. That'd be great. Cool. That's that's my post dog plan. Once my dog is old and tired, and you know, then oh. I don't have to worry about missing Sammy. You just post I'll just dog. So gonna take you guys to Disneyland with me every day. Are you pre dog or post dog? Yeah, we're in a pre dog world right now. No, we are in a current dog world. <laughs> that's yeah. So present yeah. dog. So Mortal Kombat 11 comes out uh, April 19th, if I remember. I got to play the game for a straight hour. And nice. I got some footage from it, and that'll be up on my YouTube channel, um, along with the vlog. I'll probably put up a gameplay video as well. Uh, I should say hashtag WB sponsored because they did fly me out there and did pay for my room. So you should always know whenever I talk about something like this, you should always know whether or not money is exchanged hand. And no, I don't have any money in my pocket. I did get to go to LA for free. Uh, and so you should always know that could influence my opinion about a video game. It doesn't. I've flown out and played Ubisoft games that I then came home and screamed about for three days. But well, you're notably not doing it, that right. here, right? But you it's, really enjoyed Mortal Kombat. Yeah, no, yeah, it was amazing. I, I, I literally can't believe I have to wait till April 8th. Because one of the fatalities, or, or April 19th, whatever, one of the fatalities was Sub-Zero, I think. I can't remember because I only saw it briefly. But I think Sub-Zero hung somebody upside down on his clone I think that's how it played. And then he reached down and grabbed their head and ripped their head off, including the spine. Then held the spine and hit them in their own dick with their head. Like a weird spine flail? Right. Yeah. So out. of all the things I thought I was going to see that day, I did not see somebody getting hit in the head, in, getting hit in the dick with their own head. I guess they got hit in the head with their dick as well. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, they did. See, at that point, it's just it's just disrespectful, right? They're already dead. They don't right. know you hit him in the dick, yeah. right? It's for you. 
It's that's just, that's the ultimate you. BM. It's just for you. For so you. you said you played for an hour straight. Yep. Uh, how many of the characters did you play? All the ones that were available. Um, All the ones that were available. Yeah. Okay. And I got to say, uh, I think I, I do not like... I don't know. The customization is weird, so I don't know if there's much going to change that. I do not like what they did to um, Scorpion's uh, chain throw, because okay. it, it basically you don't really get the chain from it anymore. It just you pull them past you. I don't know if I was doing something wrong, oh. so I need to look at other people's mm -hmm. gameplay because that was really frustrating. I'm used to being able to pull them in and comboing them, so it changed the way I played Scorpion quite a bit. Sub-Zero played really, really well. And like they said, there's not just... Like, the Mortal Kombat X allows you to have, like, three different versions of each character, but now you can heavily customize that. Not at the tournament scene, I don't think, but oh, on, okay. the, the, like, the customizing. Very similar to the way you could do it with the Justice 2 if you played in Justice 2. You could customize your characters severely there. Yeah. Um, and so I guess that's, what, that's what's happening with live. So I don't know. Maybe there is ways to get... Um, Scorpion's old, or maybe I was doing something wrong. Like I said, I, I can't say for sure. I only got to play for an hour. Um, I really like the new guy who messes with time, though. Yeah. He, he can. I like time mages. I did not experience this myself, but I was told by somebody else who played, he can change the round timer. Yes. And add time or subtract time to the really? round timer. And so if he, like, if you're turtling, dude, that dude will make the round shorter, okay? Uh, and if, if you're turtling and he thinks he can beat you, he'll make the round longer. If he's losing, he'll just make the round longer. I, what? We've we never done that in a video game. That is really that is interesting. brand new as That's, far as I know. I'm really impressed that they would, like, attack that mechanic in that way. That's really right. cool. All right, and, and uh, so when you have a, a, a franchise that's been around since the 90s, you get a, a chance to do some really weird stuff, and that's some really weird stuff. And as much as I didn't like the way Scarlet looked... Boy, I love the way she played, man. Because <laughs> yeah. it was gross. Because she literally rips your blood out of you and uses it as a weapon. I've never... Oh. What is that? Like, literally, the, some of the fatalities, she sucks all the blood out of you, makes it into a scythe, and cuts you up with a scythe made out of your own blood. <laughs> never... Does she use, like, a straw? No, she's like, that's her power. She <laughs> manipulates blood. She's Magneto for blood. Magneto yeah. for blood. Yeah. Magneto. It's it's insane. That game is right. completely insane. That'll be the best fighting game of 2019. And I say that because Smash came out in 2018. Smash came out in 2018. Because <laughs> uh, as much as I love the Mortal Kombat series, God, Smash is good. Smash is so good. Yeah, it really is. You fit trainer, best girl. I, really I was having a lot of fun. We've we've been uh, being really competitive and doing like one v ones, hazards off, picking like the competitive stages. Uh, but last night I sat down with uh, two friends uh, at your place, Boogie, and we turned Final Smash Meter on. Yes. We turned we turned hazards back on. Yes. And then we just picked random stages, and we had a blast. Yeah. Not taking it seriously. Right. I, when I saw that, I was like, man, if they turn on items, they're playing actual Smash Brothers. God help us. <laughs> We didn't go that far. Right, right? we didn't go that far. We're not far. monsters. I have to say, uh, so I am very eager to complete the spirit sets. So I've been grinding through um, the single player mode. Uh, what do you what yep. do you call that? World and, light. And then, uh, yeah. well, not only that, but also the classic mode. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Sure. So yeah. I'm watching the completionist. Uh, my friend Gerard, and I'm watching the yeah. completionist. I got to see him at the game event. We hung out for a while, but nice. I'm watching his uh, video on Smash Brothers, and I discovered you, if you technically want to complete the game. Not only do you have to beat it all 76 times single player for classic mode, you have to play it co-op again, second time. 
So you have really? to play it 140, 152 <laughs> times. Classic mode, 152 times, boy. That's a lot of Smash. Does he have a bud to play? Those uh, yeah, well, that, yeah, yeah. He's he's got a really interesting setup. I don't know how open he is about it, so I shot, probably shouldn't like dox him or anything. But he's in an office with a bunch of employees um, that help him make his videos and help him run his other stuff. And then uh, I think that he's also in like a building with some other YouTubers. And I think he's fairly open about all that. So if I just doxed you, I apologize, Gerard, but I don't. I don't think I did. But. Um, <laughs> But that's kind of cool. So, like, I'm sure whenever he's just like, dude, I need you to come play Smash Brothers with me. Help. I'm sure people are just like, I love Smash. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, I want to do that. That sounds great. Yeah, this is great. Right? That's way better than lifting boxes or whatever crap you normally have me doing. <laughs> you know. Um, but, yeah, I love Smash, man. I, 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 I'm I, literally looking forward to Piranha Plant. When's he available? Uh, End of the month, right? No, the beginning month? of February. Beginning it's of beginning February. of February. Okay. We have yeah. some big games coming out. Um, did either of you download the Resident Evil 2 remake demo? Uh, yeah, I, I did. I, I played it quite a bit. So what did you think of Biohazard? Well, uh, what did you think of 7, Resident Evil 7? Uh, I liked it quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I only played it in VR. Right. Uh, okay. at, at your house. That's right, yeah, yeah. Um, so I got like halfway through, I think, in one sitting. Yeah. And uh, then I just, like, never picked it back up again. It was fun. I did like it. If I remember, I think you were only about a quarter way through, honestly. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you, yeah, you didn't really get to the part where it became very resident evilly. You made it out of the first house into the second one. I think you were fighting the bug lady at the end when you stopped. So I have to say, uh, I loved, and this is rebuilt in what looks like the same engine as 7 was. So that's great. And it just looks and plays like it. Usually it looks very and good. I, here's yeah. the best part. I've never played Resident Evil 2, so I don't know the story. It's all brand new to me. Same. Same. It's yeah. it's like a brand new game. Right. I get a whole new Resident Evil, right. and it looks great. It looks like it came out, you know, this year. And, and that's, it plays like four. And that's, like, a, that's what it cool. felt like. Yeah, it looks so good. It looks, it, yeah. So the demo was short. Um, yeah. You only have 30 minutes to play, and I beat it in 21. But I didn't explore as much as other people did. Um, there was a really weird statistic floating around on Reddit, and I don't know if it was true, but it's, they said a million, over a million people, after, at one point, a million people had downloaded the demo, and only 29% had beaten the demo. And I don't know if that was because they weren't interested, or if they were exploring, or if it was too tough for them. I don't know. That's weird. Uh, I was exploring a whole bunch, and then I ran to the time, and yeah. I yeah. haven't, like, picked it back up on a different, right. whatever, so, to finish it. Yeah, but it, it was good enough that I think you know we all kind of want to buy the game now, right? But everything I said on the last podcast about Resident Evil uh, Two and how I was afraid of changing the cameras and how it didn't look. Nope, I'm wrong. I was wrong. <laughs> Demo is great. I still won't pre-order. Uh, I'll still wait till yep. it comes out and yep. and then purchase it that day, or at least wait until reviews come out. Or you know, uh, I Boogie, I want to ask you about something about the demo. Yeah. Uh, at the end of my demo, whenever I was finished with it, Ellis was sitting next to me, and uh, a short little video played. You know, basically telling you, "Hey, go pre-order this." Mm -hmm. There was a little clip in that video of something I can't explain because I'm not sure that I know what I saw. Tofu. Do you know? Do you know what I'm talking about? You saw tofu. It, it was tofu. Like it was tofu. tofu. Yeah. Okay. It was a. It was, and there was a mode in the second game. It was an Easter egg or a code or something where you could play as tofu. Big block of tofu. And okay, uh, so they brought it back because it was a fan favorite. You now, play can, tofu game. is is if you are a big block of tofu, are the zombies no longer interested in munching on you? I have because no idea. I can't wait to find out. I'm going to play through a second time as tofu. This sounds like a good video game. Yeah. Uh, it's when Capcom was really at their best, and now they're doing it. You know, they're bringing these games back, and they're not screwing it up, and it's great. Monster Hunter World, baby. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's nice to see them getting back into the swing of things and making, making good, good fun games. games with good prices. Holy crap. Oh, no. Yep. Makes me want to buy their games. It makes me want to buy their games and recommend to other people that you buy their games. Yeah, maybe one of these days Capcom. I will feel about Capcom the way I used to feel about Blizzard or Bethesda. Oh, rip. It's possible I will yes, buy multiple yeah, Capcom Blizzard. games in one year, and that's impressive. And then we got uh, Kingdom Hearts uh yeah, King Hearts 3 releases at the, uh, what, the 29th of this yeah, month? Yeah, right? I think that's right. Ooh, the, um, boy, the am I excited. Soundtrack, the original soundtrack, is now, I believe, available on Spotify. Yeah, what, what I it, listened to all your Utada Hikaru tracks. I listened to one of the songs, not going to lie, it was a bop. Yeah, they're all a good. good. Song. It was uh -huh. a banger. One of them has Skrillex in it, which is strange to me. That's the one I listened to, and yeah. I looked at it and said, "Wow, this is a Skrillex song. Not for me. No, thank you." And then I listened to it. That's pretty. It's good. actually pretty good, right? It's a pretty good song. It's hard for me to admit that I really enjoyed a Skrillex song. But I would have preferred Marshmallow. <laughs> I really liked it. I would have preferred Wait. Marshmallow. Oh uh, yeah, I really I like mean... Marshmallow. Okay, sure. I would. I don't want to listen to the soundtrack, <laughs> and you know why? Because I don't want. I don't want spoilers. Do you think that they're gonna sing about like? Yeah, well, they're going to sing about the worlds that are included, probably. There's a bunch of lyrics in the song that tell you all the story beats. And Sora dies in chapter two. Dude, yeah, probably, hopefully not. Guru Hikaru impression is top notch. I could not even tell the difference. Yeah, it's pretty much her. Uh, but no, what I was saying, though, is like it's going to tell me what worlds we might be visiting. And I st I've avoided all of that, other than the Toy Story one that was in the demo. And I'm sorry for those of you who didn't know that Toy Story was one of the worlds. But I, other than the Toy Story one and the other one that was in the demo, I, I know nothing. And I don't want to know. I don't want to know until I play it. Uh, I heard you go to hell and you team up with Doom Guy. And he's like one of your party members. Nice, Doom Guy. One of those. Doom Guy for Smash. Doom Guy for Smash. Doom Guy for Kingdom Hearts 3. Just put him in everything. Just put him in everything. Put him in everything. I Get us all excited about combat. Doom Eternal. I am going to be so disappointed if Star Wars characters are not at least somewhere in Kingdom the Hearts The new Doom? Then the new Doom. Shut up. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3. There's got to be some Star Wars in there, right? And Maybe. And if there's not a Star Wars, some Marvel stuff. I don't expect this to go to the Marvel Cinematic Universe or anything, but it would be cool if, like... I don't know. At some point, if we, at some point, if we just fight Darth Vader for no good reason, I'll be happy. That's all I want. You have no Captain America on your party, and then you have to fight Darth Vader. All right. Because right. there is something really something interesting about the mashup between Final Fantasy characters and Disney characters, because the Final Fantasy characters always seem super serious, right? Yeah, they're all edgy. Sephiroth is serious as hell, right? And then Donald's like, <laughs> you know, like it's, I can't do Donald Duck. The point of oh, that's pretty close. Oh, let me tell you something. Sephiroth, I'm gonna shit down your throat. Oh, you know, I don't know. It's, Ooh, it's that was that better. Mickey, right? Wait, you didn't know that was Mickey? That was pretty that's good. Possible. Hold on, let's see. <laughs> well, Garth, Thora, I'm gonna shove that <laughs> lightsaber up Darth Vader's ass. Um, <laughs> you know, it's it's something about it's Garsh something, indeed. Garsh. I wonder if he can take the whole thing. <laughs> so uh, Can I talk about Star Wars for just one minute? Okay, yeah, sure. sure. What do you yeah. got? In Star Wars episodes 1, 2, and 3. Yes. And 4, 5, and 6. Okay, so okay. almost all of them. If a lightsaber yep. touched you, you died. If yep. it touched your arm, you lost your arm. If it mm -hmm. touched your chest... You died. If you cut through, if it touched your stomach, you got cut in half like Darth Maul did. Okay, why yep. 
and, and, and somebody pointed this out, and it makes me insane now. Why in the latest movies, if a, if a lightsaber touches you, you get bruised? How is that happening? We literally saw Finn get sliced across the chest. He was up and moving in the second movie. What is happening? What is happening? Do you not understand lightsabers? Do you not understand lightsabers? They are laser swords. They are not sticks. These are not the toys kids play with. Okay, if you get hit with a toy lightsaber, yeah, you get a bruise. If you get cut by a real lightsaber, you get cut in half. I always wanted a real lightsaber. I always wanted wanted a real bruise. I did get real bruises. Look, I I, wa- I watched I watched episode seven and I came out of it kind of happy. I was like, you know, it's a retelling, but it's fine. This is gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. Everything's gonna be fine. I said my childhood's still intact. Why is it fine? Okay, but I, I pretended. I pretended, and then I watched <laughs> and then this. I watched the Last Jedi, and I'm like, it did subvert my expectations, Ryan Johnson. It did subvert my expectations, Ryan Johnson. It did subvert my expectations. You're good at subverting my expectations because I expected a good movie. <laughs> I expected a watchable film. Am I wrong? Well, that's where you fucked up. That's where you fucked up. And I came Should out not have expected movie. a good movie. I, I came out of the movie and I immediately did my review. And I'm like, I don't see why everybody's so mad at it. I don't see why it's so bad. I don't see the problems with it. And then I went and watched it a second time. And I started to see the problems. Like the throne room scene I really liked the first time. And then I saw the choreogra- choreography in the second one. And it's just so bad. It's just so bad. The choreography is so bad. And it doesn't make sense. And Snoke's line. Snoke's line in that scene. I'm, I'm sorry if you haven't seen it yet. But, but don't. It's okay if you don't at this point. Really, Snoke is don't. like. And I know that you are going to take your lightsaber and use it on your true villain, which is clearly me. Uh, why? Why could could that have been written by a, a, was a that an adult? Mickey Mouse again? That was Mickey Mouse. That was actually Goofy. Okay. Thank you. It's the same voice um, actor. And I just it just it. But the, but then somebody pointed out to me they don't even know how lightsabers work. They don't even know how lightsabers work anymore. What happened in the 20 years between the 6th movie and the 7th movie? The lightsaber stopped working! Are the batteries low? Put more crystals in the fucking thing! <laughs> I, listen, there, I don't there blame you. not a good line in like 20 years. Not since those first movies. So there the were good making, lines in those. The point I'm making is EA canceled the new Star Wars game. Oh uh, yeah, they did. That They did do that. Do you please, think it's because they didn't know how lightsabers worked? Please talk about it so I can catch my breath. They had going. such a hard time with the movies that they were like, you know what? These are we don't like these, so we're just we're not even gonna make a game anymore. Yep. No. Uh so EA uh came in and uh I cannot remember the name of the studio at the moment. Uh sorry, I don't have the uh article pulled up. But um uh they came in and canceled a, a open world game that was being worked on. Um Oh, it was oh, it was okay. a visceral okay, game. Hold on, so that's what it is. So 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 let me tell because I think I can do this story justice. I did some research. So a few years back, 2017, um, the the lead developer of the first three Uncharted games got sniped by Visceral to come make a new Star Wars game, story based linear game, and they worked on it for a while, and then EA came in and said, you know, single player story based linear games don't do well anymore and they're hard to monetize so we're going to cancel this so that you can use some of these assets to create an open world version of this game maybe something completely new okay so um 2018 as we all know was a terrible year for single player games 
There was no God of War. There was no Spider-Man. There was it was a terrible year for single-player games. No Red EA, Dead EA nailed that one. Um, so they came into the office here at the beginning of 2019. By the way, they just murdered Visceral too. By the way, they're just like, we're done with you guys. You, you how yeah. dare you work on a single-player game, you monsters! They just shut them down. So then this new project, this project went on. It is a continuation of the first project using some of the art assets. It is a new project, but it's still using some of the assets for the last one. They came in and they looked in and they're like, look, when are you guys going to be done with this game? And they're like, well, you did want a nice big open world game, boss. And that takes a while. So 2021, 2022, we're not real sure. We just want to make a good game. So it's going to take a while. And they said, you know what? Now, this is all reported by Jason Schreier at Kotaku. There are sources for it. You can go read Jason Schreier's take on this. This is from his take. They said, well, that's not quick enough because we need a game by 2020. So let's go work on something shorter, faster, and easier to create than an open world game. Maybe like a, a single, single player, player game? game you were working on and were halfway done with back in 2017. Led by... One of the best developers in the fucking in the entire industry. What? How? That is sheer incompetence. You canceled the same game twice, and you canceled it the first time because it was going to take because it was short, single player, linear. You wanted it to be a giant open world game that you could monetize. Then that was taking too long, so you canceled it again because you would prefer they work on something shorter that'd be done quicker. Like a single play. I can't. I honest to God. Honest <laughs> to God. I, I just it's p- pure incompetence. Here's the thing. I I, lo- I loved to hate on Peter Moore when he was CEO over there at at EA. I really did. When he was in charge of things, I would shit the bed every day with Peter Moore. And Peter Moore knows it. Me and Peter Moore are friends. We still talk to this day. That said, I miss you, Peter. Because <laughs> at least never thought I'd miss you as head of EA. You might have been a money hungry monster who would do anything to monetize games. But you also made sure those games were good, like The Last Dragon Age, okay? You certainly did your best to make sure they were quality games that you just filled with microtransactions. Then Battlefront, Battlefront 2, and and, and then I just... Just give up the license at this point, EA. Just give up the license at this point. Just willingly Somebody do it. And if take not, a crack at it. Yeah, Disney, take the loss. So Disney and EA, they have a a contract signed that EA is the exclusive developer or publisher of Star Wars games. Do we know how long that contract is? Is it a... I've tried to find out and they don't Definite one? Okay. The closest I've come, I've heard a rumor that there's two years left on it. But there's a chart that's floating out there. You can, uh, I forget the YouTube. Uh, it's in my video. I credited the, the Twitter person who created this chart. But they showed you all the great, great games we had from 2000 to 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, when Star Wars was an open license. And we got, that includes, by the way, the KOTOR games. Mm. Yeah. Oh my God, right? It includes the original Battlefront and Battlefront 2. Mm. <laughs> and here's all the Star Wars games we've gotten since EA took over. Um, we do have the we do have the 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 MMORPG the Feld MMORPG. Oh, that one did really well. Yeah. yeah. And then we have a, a few mobile apps, including... A Galaxy of Heroes, which I do dabble with. And then we Devil? have... 
Is yeah. dabble the right word for that? I play it every day, but it's just like twenty. It's twenty <laughs> minutes. Of, it's twenty minutes of auto grinding, watching the game play itself. Sure. While I watch yeah. television, so it's I've, I've watched you do it, so yeah. I, I know exactly what it yeah. entails. And then, uh, and, and then, and then we have Battlefront one and two, and then that's all we've got. And we should have had a visceral game. And we should, Fallen Order is right. coming out. Right, that's the know. game being developed by uh, the incredibly talented people who made Titanfall and Titanfall 2. Re- Respawn. Respawn. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I have nothing but love to say about Titanfall 2. It is uh, a game that was purposely sabotaged. Do you know the story behind what happened to Titanfall 2? I, I remember that, yeah. It's so, so, for those of you who don't know the story, basically Call of Duty and Battlefield were always fighting each other, always mad at each other, right? And the folks over at EA decided they were going to use Titanfall 2 to try to reduce the market share of Call of Duty. Because basically you had Call of Duty coming out, a few weeks later you had Battlefield coming out, and they decided to release Titanfall 2 in the middle of those to try to cut as much market share away from Call of Duty as humanly possible. And as a result, since most people who like shooters will play most different shooters if you space them out enough... A lot of people will choose between Call of Duty and Battlefield. But by the way, a lot of people buy both. Not last year. (laughs) But a lot of people will buy both. I will buy both. I didn't even buy Titanfall 2. I didn't even buy Titanfall 2. And the problem is the game was monetized well. It had an incredible single player. It had time traveling, single player powers. Like, it was insane. The stuff they did in that game was completely nuts. I heard there were Titans in it. Of course there's Titans in it, baby. And the multiplayer was good and fun and fast-paced, and almost every got to, everybody got to play Titans, and everybody got to... And it was also murdered by their own demo, because their demo wasn't ready, really, by the time the demo came out. But it was just... it was it, that, that, that was a form of suicide, but it was murdered by EA Marketing, too. The other thing that the marketing did, and nobody likes this. Nobody likes this when you do this. They took over the Twitter feed, uh, the marketing company did, and they were tweeting offensive shit about Call of Duty fans. They were, the atta- they were attacking Activision. They were attacking Call of Duty. They were call- attacking fans. Make the right choice. Choose Titanfall. Call of Duty sucks. Go back and look at these tweets. There's videos that compile this era and what happened to Titanfall. And I've watched several of them in the last couple of months. And it's disgusting what they were doing. Yeah. I can't imagine. How about this? How about this? Hey, how about this advertising company? It's Gillette. How about this? How about we just say Titanfall is a good game? It's a fun game. We're monetizing well. Here's the parts of the game you might like. Here's the single player. Take a look at it. Here's the multiplayer. Take a look at it. If you want to spend money on it, it's really hard to because we capped it at about $90 that you could possibly spend. You wanted a single player game and it's all about time traveling and doing cool shit. Buy our game. It's fun to it play. Looks, it's fun. It's a right? fun game. You don't have to. Women are great. Buy our Battlefield. Men are bad. Buy our Gillette Razors. You don't have to do that. You don't just show me the product, and I'll buy the product if I like the product. You don't have. To, I don't. I don't understand. I, don't I got a. I got a small tinfoil hat question here. You said that the contract might be up in two years for the Star Wars games. That's right, what I've heard. For EA, right. And they canceled a game that maybe wouldn't come out under the purview of those two years? That might have been it. The, the, the Jason Schreier is reporting that uh, the new console generation, PlayStation Plev, and the Xbox 2. PlayStation Plev. Plev? Yeah, and the Xbox 2, I guess. I don't know at this point what they're going to call them. Xbox but 361. The current schedule is, um, and now's a good time to buy a PlayStation and Xbox, by the way, because they're about the cheapest they're going to be and still have new games coming out for them. Um, announcements this year at 2019 E3, though... Not for PlayStation, because they're not at E3 this year, because 
fuck <laughs> you. That's why, I guess. I don't know. Um, and then they'll probably still announce, but I don't think it's going to come out in 2019. Yeah, they're going to yeah, run right. their own event. Right. I like next to E3. Right. But that's LA the thing. They canceled. Weekend. They also canceled the PlayStation experience this year. They have their own event. They just canceled it for 2018. What are you doing over there? PlayStation? Maybe something happened. Yeah. Like they're, right. they're just going to do like everything a, digitally. Yeah. A and squirrel got in and ate all the games that they were working on. Right. And oh, the, the other really weird all that source code. Right. Well, anyway, so Their fault for developing a bunch of nuts. Long, long story short, we should get announcements for those consoles due out. Uh, first looks in 2019, full looks in 2020, release fall of 2020. Now the, what's weird about that is both Xbox and PlayStation are waiting to see what the other people do. So the rumors are there are specs that are available now. Then there are upgraded specs for Xbox if we get to wait a year, and upgraded specs if we get to wait for a little while longer. And if we have to pull the trigger today, this is the Xbox you'll get. This is the PlayStation you'll get. Xbox has okay. some really interesting plans. There should be a streaming-only Xbox. Um, that's, I've seen that. That's yeah. rumored. Okay. Um, then there will be a discless Xbox as well, and then like the there's supposed to be like the there's supposed to be one that's be about the equivalent of an Xbox One X for the next generation, and then like a Xbox One X version, so like superior version, like this is the ultimate one. So if you want to spend a thousand bucks on an Xbox and get like the the future proofed mega super duper one, right? Mega, never obsolete. So like the rumors are there's gonna be three different Xboxes, and PlayStation. We still I don't really know what they're doing. That's kind of weird. Uh, it's mm. it's just maybe they'll give us a note we can play with outside and then like if i'm guessing i guess i would mention this i'm mad at sony right now okay. okay and the reason i'm mad at sony is because they are starting to severely censor games and it's really weird and some of it like i understand it's like it's mostly for the west but sometimes it's even in japan they're doing this now and it's mostly it has to do with like sexuality um when it comes to video game characters because they understand the western market you know pretty well and they understand that we have a problem with that over here for whatever reason um, it's not just the Western market. A lot of that censorship stuff comes from uh, Chinese laws, actually. If they want to release their game in China, they have to comply with all of their obscenity right. laws. But there are a few games. They're pretty strict. Right. Well, there's definitely a few games that it's for the Western market only that they have removed stuff from. And mm. there's a, a couple of games that have appeared uncensored on the family-friendly Nintendo Switch that have been censored by Sony in st instead. Sony wanted the cleaner version than Nintendo did. And that's a that's a pretty that is weird. Surprising. And so I don't really know what's going on at PlayStation anymore, but I feel like they've really positioned themselves to lose to Xbox next generation. And maybe that's how it's supposed to be. Maybe they, they won't lose in Japan. I mean they won this year. Right? right. They they won't lose in Japan. Um because Nintendo will win in Japan because they have a handheld system. And it doesn't look like PlayStation or Xbox is positioning themselves into uh, much for handheld. There is rumors of a new Vita. No portable nut this year. Right. There's, there's rumors of a new Vita um, because okay, they've patented maybe. some stuff. Right. Great. Uh, everybody loved right. the first one so much. Right. They talk about it all the time. Yeah, everybody loves it's it. It's not like people all are out there canceling their Vita. Vita games. It's not like they stopped supporting it about a year and a half after it was launched or anything. Yeah. But... Hey, speaking of Sony, uh, they did recently get levied with a pretty substantial fine. Not substantial for Sony, but uh, 2 million euros, I believe. Wait, what was this for? Uh, what was what this for? This is for misleading advertising practices regarding their PlayStation Plus campaigns in Europe. Okay. Um, as far as I can tell, I mean, I didn't, you know, read the, the legalities of it, but basically... Uh, 
AGCOM, AGCOM, is the European Gaming Regulatory Agency, and they found that it was misleading in that they didn't explain that you needed to pay for it and that you had to have it to go online. Weird. What did they explain then? Because I feel like there's two aspects of this service, and those are it. <laughs> those are the two right. aspects. You give us money, and then you can go online. So, again, I don't know. These are specifically related to the ads and the advertising campaigns that ran in Europe that we did not see. Well, I mean, but we have in now. I wonder if we can see no. them. More than alleging, they actually did, you know, find grounds to find them two million euros. Wow. That's crazy. That's insane. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. There was a pretty big, right after this generation launch, a lot of people. Obviously, Jack left uh, PlayStation. Um, oh, yeah, and then, Jack PlayStation left PlayStation. Well, uh, Jack, uh, oh gosh, I had his name in my head and I forgot. But uh, Jack, what was Jack's London. name? It's Jack London, right? No, no, no. Um, <laughs> let's see, hold on. Are you sure it wasn't Jack? He made that game, uh, White Fang? <laughs> Jack Trenton, damn it. <laughs> Jack Trenton left. Uh, Adam Boys left soon after uh, to go head up uh, a different studio out in Chicago, Iron Galaxies. Uh, and those are the people I really knew there. Uh, you know, I still know Sid Schumann to some extent, and he's he's still there uh, doing the, the PR Adam stuff. Boys. Um, and I still, yeah, of course I know Adam, but he's not there anymore. So I, I don't really know, I don't really ever have anybody to reach out to or talk to at Sony. And so it's very difficult for me ever to find out what's going on with that company. Uh, just yeah. bizarre. I'll go see if I can make friends with Jack London. Yeah. You think that'll help? Who is yeah. Jack London? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Googling Jack London uh, now. Oh, John uh, Griffin London. If you just used his Christian name, John Griffin London, oh, then I would have recognized it. that he was an American novelist, journalist, and social <laughs> activist. You know, he was a pioneer in the world of commercial magazine fiction, and he was one of the first writers who became a world celebrity and to earn a large fortune from writing. Yeah, there That's you go. Jack London is. You know, he died. You nailed it. He's he died. also been dead for years. He died back in 1916. <laughs> right. And he was once quoted as saying, the proper function of man is to live, not to exist. I shall not waste my days in trying to prolong them. I shall use my time. That's a pretty good quote. Podcast is now an educational podcast. I, I like that take quote. Our category over to uh, proper literature findings. He was Can also we... quoted as saying, "The best way to eat a horse is while it's still alive." <laughs> yep. Bottom up. <laughs> Bottom up. Start with the hooves. <laughs> anyway, the I think part. I'm going to shave my beard. Um. No. Okay. okay. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, we must have been getting to that, like, that 60-minute mark or something. So, so we before, all right, goofy. we have more news before we, oh, before before we get, completely derail. Yeah, before we devolve into too much madness, uh, uh, Boogie, I know you were busy. Uh, have you been paying attention to the wonderful pirate MMO Atlas or anything that's happening over there? No, you, you mentioned that you had Atlas news, and the only Atlas news I could think of is they just deleted the servers at this point. So I'm real curious to see what well, you got didn't. for me here. <clears throat> so I'm going to I'm going to start at the beginning. Uh, apparently, at some point, uh, someone with admin access to their servers had their steam um, login information stolen by someone else. So that person was able to access the console and special debug commands Uh-oh. within the pirate MMO. Uh oh. 
and they proceeded, these uh, hackers, proceeded to bombard players with warplanes falling from the skies, a bunch of World War II tanks, and they just spawned a whole bunch of whales. <laughs> now, if Why you... are warplanes in that game? In now, that pirate game? Oh my god. I want to say uh, there was a person streaming during this, and they ha their channel has been clipped. Uh, so you can see wonderful footage of several whales popping up all at once around a ship and oh people my God. zooming around in tanks. <laughs> now, you know, the way the way this is uh this has been spun is everyone's talking about uh how Atlas was bombarded and, and they were hacked and all of this. The way I read it is someone made their game interesting and fun. Yeah, that's yeah, a that huge improvement. Three hours or however long. This sounds great. So what basically, basically what happened was they uh, they rolled the servers back several hours to undo the damage done by these people. Yeah, you think? Uh, as far as I can find, the people who are responsible uh, are known and haven't been banned, but I'm not 100% oh. sure on that. That's that. Uh, I, I, I don't know where That's it's at right now. It's the end of your game, as you know it. It's the, oh, what a cluster mug. Here's the thing, man. We all knew um, that they had designed, you know, like it was basically they had just taken ARC and, and added a bunch of stuff to ARC and it was still using ARC code. Yes. I'm not surprised to see that all the stuff they've ever coded was in there, but... Uh, there weren't warplanes in ARC, right? You can't no. be in a World War II tank well, and fight dinosaurs, so that's, or is that's, that game way cooler than I thought it was? That game, so that's the way the game was originally developed, is like they were going to do expansions that went through all, all the time, including like you could be a pirate and also visit dinosaur islands, and then maybe one day one of the expansions is going to have World War II stuff. You know, and the expansions that did come out really drastically changed the game. So um, I, I guess that was originally the plan, is just to make Ark this super weird game where you could just f do all of that. Did you ever play cool. the tabletop role-playing game called GURPS? Yeah. Because that's exactly what that's that exactly is. That's exactly it, right? And uh, uh, I am super into that. That sounds great. I want to play GURPS the video game. Yeah. It, it looks like that's what they're working on, but they're, like, pretty bad at making it, so it's <laughs> never going to come to fruition. But in the meantime, it'll be funny. I just yeah. want to I just want to pull out I just want to pull out my GURPS books now. <laughs> let's play GURPS. Let's yeah. play some GURPS. All right, let's roll up some GURPS. characters. What is your stamina going to be? Go. Mm, I don't remember how to roll up a GURPS character. I okay, we need we need we need D sixes and yes. only D sixes. Right, and that's all I remember. <laughs> There's a GURPS Discworld book apparently. Yeah. Okay. I'm very interested in that. Oh yeah, you can mix. So I I used to run D and D campaigns, and I ran one recently with you, Jacob and Ellis. But yeah. uh, I used to run GURPS in college, and uh, one time we all rolled ourselves as GURPS characters. And basically tried to match ourselves as close as we actually could. I had a really low agility score. Um, <laughs> and uh, then I ran us through it, and we slowly began to realize that the world around us was not what we thought it was. So one of my friends had some political affiliations, and we role-played that, and we went and met the uh, governor of Virginia, and the governor of Virginia hired us to go to this place to kill somebody, and uh, he had dirt on us, and if we didn't do it, you know, he was going to ruin our lives. So we go to kill the guy, and the guy turns out to be a vampire, 
and vampires now exist, and we now know they exist. And uh, I want to play this video game. Yeah, we ended up locked in his basement, and as we were locked in the basement, we escaped. But as we escaped, we had to crawl through this goo. Yes, I've been watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for a while. And we we crawl through like this sewer, and we get coated in this goo, and this goo unlocks a superhero power from the superhero books. And you kind of got to choose your superpower a little bit, but obviously I was a brick, you know, I, I ended up turning out into a being Nero and vulnerable. And one of my friends could fly just very short distances. And one of our friends turned out to be a bit of a teleporter. And, um, and then, then we were having to fight actual monsters and actual, you know, like werewolves. Great. yeah, it was great. And we were just what mixing, a, what mixing, what a campaign. Can I mixing. in the GURP system be a boombox golem? Because I think that's what I would like to roll my character as. I think that's possible. I think I probably, I mean, you can pretty much fit anything into that system. That sounds good to me. Yeah, what properties would a boombox golem have? Well, why why a boombox? With, with like sonic attacks, right? Oh, what the I mean, you know, you can have like there's like a flesh golem and a clay golem and an iron golem. Why not a boombox golem? It's basically it's just an iron golem, but you know with with Marvel with Marvel and DC being as popular as it is right now. Are there any RPGs that are super popular, taking on like almost the level of Dungeons and Dragons, about superhero characters? Not as popular as Dungeons no. and Dragons, but Is there it are even close. Uh, no, I don't think so. There was one, um, I don't know, seven or eight years ago that was a Marvel based one that was a pretty good system. I read the book, I didn't ever actually play it. So, it's, you're oh, talking about uh, Mutants and Masterminds? No, 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 no. Uh, it was, it was Marvel. Oh, like, actually, like oh, Marvel. Right, yeah. license. I think I remember that one. Yeah. Right. Okay, so we know that Ellis would, would like to be a boombox golem. What would you like to be, um, Jacob? Uh, I want to be... Let's see, that's a tough question that you're hitting me with all at once. You told me about that time you dreamed about being a sentient bread roll. Maybe it's time to make that dream a reality. Sure, okay. I would like to be a sentient bread roll. However, can I have a two-handed sword? I don't see why not. There you go. I really want bread now. <laughs> okay. What do I, I do? mean? We can make that happen. We, I mean, yeah, they, they'll sell it to just anybody. You don't need a license. Can or we nothing. make fresh bread? Yes, uh, that's a little more complicated, but we certainly can do that. I, I want bread the, making podcast coming up. I want the powers to have my poops come out like icicle daggers. That well, seems painful, oh, and like uh, you, like you would not want that. No, yeah. Why do you projectile want style? And that's how I kill people with my superpowers. That's how so you, you wait. Your superpowers you use to kill people. Mm -hmm. Those mm -hmm. aren't superpowers. You're a super villain. Yeah. No, you don't. Because I only kill bad people, dummy. I'm not gonna kill well, good people. Uh, yeah, but you're killing them with like poop ice. Yeah. You're stabbing them with poop ice. Well, it's very important. It, it's not cold because I don't want my butt to be. It's cold. not cold. No. It's then just, how is it frozen? Because it's made of carbon. Idiots. I'm Shit, sorry. You're right. Wait a minute. You're right. It's, I'm dumb. So is it? Not, we're not freezing I, the water inside of it. We're freezing the carbon molecularly. But it's still freezing. No, it's not. It's not cold. It's not it doesn't the need water to be frozen. Part of no, ice. it's hardened. It's, it's hardened carbon. It becomes as hard part. as wood. It becomes as hard as wood. Wait, you have wood turds? No. You'd be it's really still turd. It's just hard you can, as like, wood. Make them in the heart. 
you could be boogie vampire hunter and boogie you just vampire projectile shit wooden turds okay now instead wants heart. to draw fan art of this episode please make <laughs> okay now instead vampire hunter I, shooting stakes out of his butt i want to be super strong near and vulnerable and i want to have spider-man web shooting powers and you would call me the wrecking ball Okay, is so that better? Plan... Oh, I see. Because yeah. you, you you swing, swing, you use that that momentum. No, that's good. That I like. That's good. It's All right, is that better? Than so, uh, Dracul Art recommends my first character design. His character would be named Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Dracul Art. That is, you are adorable. All right. You guys want a weird question? I yeah, let's yeah. yeah well, oh, it's last getting game weird. News, uh, there's a game oh. called Kenshi that came out. Uh, it, it just released. I'm super hyped. I'm not. It, it's been in early access for six years. What was it called again? Kenshi. Okay. Six years is not early access. That's late access. <laughs> That's regular access. I'm just glad they finished it. I'm glad that they finished the game. Listen, DayZ went to 1.0 after eight years or something like that. So whatever. Everything's available now. Anybody can do whatever they want. Who cares? Right. I'm going to release my game in pre-alpha. I haven't made it yet, but if right. you'd like to buy it at its full $60 price tag, I oh. promise I'll get there. Are you working on Star Citizen? <laughs> Is that what you're doing? Or deny okay, I'm under NDA. In regards to my affiliation with Star Citizen, I haven't bought I a might Steam have game. Something to do with Duke Nukem Forever. I haven't bought a Steam game in like two years, except like the handful of games I've had to review. There's so Slay many games. Yeah, that's like yeah, I guess it's true. And Dead Cells. No, I, no, I played it on the Switch. Oh shit! Yeah. Hey, how was the Switch version? Was it? Did you amazing. experience any any lag at all? It or? was amazing. It was so awesome. good. Played so smooth. And then they just I'm do a big game for a second time. Then they just do a big update to Dead Cells, like the systems updates and like changes the yep. way the game plays quite a bit. So yeah, there's a reason to buy it a second time. Honestly, yep. Go back and play that. It's really good on Switch. Um, in fact, I didn't. I, I I didn't even realize it was released anywhere else. Ooh, also, if you have our PC player, you can buy Mortal Kombat. For up to seventy five percent off right now. Uh, not oh. sponsored, not paid. I'm just letting you know. Like it's currently, Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat XL is eight ninety nine. Oh. XL is eight ninety nine. XL is eight ninety nine, baby. That's a good deal. And it's got all the characters. Did you? Uh, my main, and for those who care, my main was Jason, and it sucks because he's a guest character. <laughs> but how would you not play Jason? He's so good. Sure. Have, I uh, liked the Xenomorph a lot. The Xenomorph was in that one, Ooh, right? I want to play the Xenomorph. This is okay. Hold on, this is insane. Wait, I don't understand. You can buy. Yeah. This is why I hate Steam. Mortal Kombat XL eight ninety nine. Uh, Mortal Kombat XL, of course, includes Mortal Kombat packs one and two, plus a bunch of skins. Or you could buy Mortal Kombat X for six seventy nine. Uh, combat one for nine nine. Combat pack nine uh, one nine 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 and combat pack two for nineteen ninety nine. Total twenty seven seventy eight. Why? What was it? Combat pack two. Just four characters. It's just the freshest one, so they pay charge oh, more. Okay, yeah, I think yeah. it costs more. Uh, I think that because they did two guest characters. Ooh, it's good though. It's got uh, Triborg, which is you know the three cyborgs from before. Uh, you know, all built into one, just depending which uh, way you want to play them. Then Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Right. Uh, Alien, the Xenomorph mm-hmm. from the Alien series. Though they do just call him Alien in the game, which is weird to me. And then of course my uh, doppelganger, Bo Show. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I, I I almost said that to Ed, but I, I censored myself. I'm like, did you just invite me here because I look like Bo Raicho? 
I, he would have got a kick out of that, right? Yeah. Well, I, I, I've tweeted. I tweeted something about that. Honestly, <laughs> seems to notice every tweet. So, probably... Boogie, uh, I have a question. Uh, you really like having those, um, uh, like, slasher stars or whatever as guest characters. Oh, yeah. It's, it's rumored that, that Pennywise is going to be the first character oh, yeah. uh, of that for Mortal Kombat 11. Right. Who else do you want? Who have they missed? So, Kruger was in 9, and I really liked him, and I would not mind having him back. Okay. Um, I think it would be super lame to do this. I've seen people ask for the the ghost face from Scream. No, I don't know what no, he would do. Right, but he but here's yeah. the, here's the thing. You, got, you you really have to look at what Warner Brothers owns. Um, mm, right, because right. it's Warner Brothers publishing the game, and so obviously Pennywise was uh, it was published by. Um, Warner Brothers, and that's why he's rumored, really. And so you're looking, you've got The Conjuring, you got Annabelle, you got Beetlejuice, and if you put oh, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice in that, I would be so happy. Yeah, give um, me Beetlejuice in that, boy. They all, that would be great. They also published The Meg, uh, Sweeney Todd. I don't can think we, you would do Sweeney Todd. Can we have Jason Statham in there? And his oh, fatality is yeah. he, pun- he, he, he punches you into a shark's mouth. That sounds awesome. Do they own the Bye Bye Man? Oh, I don't know. I don't see the Bye Bye Man. Do they His own? Ha- set would be just who knows. Do they own Halloween? Because uh, if they have Halloween, dude, you could get Myers in there. Yeah, get Myers in there, right? Um, it's uh, and Wasn't then he in one already. Wasn't Michael Myers oh. in one already? I, I'm not Maybe saying he was. He might have been actually. I, I'm not saying um, don't bring anyone back because like bringing Freddy Krueger back or, he, or something. Here's an interesting one. They have Godzilla. Oh, they also well, have. I hope that they put him in there to scale. Right, and he's banned in tournament play. But <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You got Shokan, just, and you got his fatality uh, is he just steps on you. His only move is he walks forward, and then he steps on you, and he steps on you. He atomic breaths and destroys whatever town you're in. They have some really good options, like the Gremlins. You could put Stripe oh, in there, dude. You could put uh, Gizmo. Well, he's no. not a villain, really, but. They have the well, Lost Boys. Oh my God! Little Shop of Horrors, Piranha Plant for Smash. Yeah. Audrey Two for Mortal Kombat Eleven. That's it. Yes. Oh my God! Please, Audrey yes. Two. Hashtag everybody go to at uh, uh, Ed Boon or no, it's uh, at uh, Noob e, at Noob Ed. Yeah, Noob Ed. Uh, go spam him on Twitter, Audrey Two. For Mortal Kombat. Let him know this has to happen. Yes. Oh, God. They have the (laughs) Exorcist. I wish they could release it alongside Piranha Plant. They have Poltergeist. There's some interesting ones in there. Oh, my God. Creep Show. You could do the Crypt Keeper. I mean, it wouldn't make a good character for Mortal Kombat, but Crypt Keeper. I wonder if they have Toxic (laughs) Avenger. But Audrey 2 would be great. (laughs) Audrey 2. I mean, if they could do Piranha Plant, for God's sakes, you know? House of Wax. Yeah, so they have some interesting choices, for sure. I don't even remember what the guy was called in House of Wax. Yeah, Can we get the Animaniacs in Waxy. there? Waxy. Yeah. It's time for yeah. Animaniacs. Let's get the Animaniacs in there. And, uh, and it's time for Boyd? Fatalities. Sorry, I actually, like, no joke, think would be a really good fighting game character. I'm ripping Who, right? off your head, and now you soon be dead. Oh, yeah. Freakazoid would be great. We're Animaniacs. Yeah. And Scarlet drinks your blood, and then she spits it in your face. <laughs> you know, <laughs> please That's do a that. Good ad-lib. Yeah, 
Uh, so Dave, do you have any any weird questions for us? Yeah, give us some weird yeah. questions. Uh, let's check the email. By the way, the email is being posted in the chat. And if you're listening uh, to the podcast and you want us to answer a weird question for nine time, you can always follow us on our Patreon, patreon.com slash the big stack podcast. Throw a buck in there. That's one way to do it. You can always email us if you don't want to hit that Patreon up at uh, what's the email again? Jacob? The big stack mail at gmail.com. And uh, we prefer the weird questions. We don't necessarily need the politics or YouTube dramas or how much weight I've lost or how small my jing jam is. Let's get weird with it. Let's get weird with it. We had some weird questions that got asked before stream. Um, I guess we kind of wasted those. But what do you got for us, Jacob? (laughs) Uh, If you had to eat one of your co-hosts, who would it be? And I want to point out, they didn't specify that this was directed at me. It is directed at me, and I'm eating Boogie. Yeah, Yeah. I'm too stringy. I'm like veal, baby. Big just, snack. Yep, that's a yeah. big snack. That's, that's and that the was from uh, podcast. Jagan or or Jagan. I'm not sure how to say that, but sorry if I said it wrong. I would I would surprisingly I think I would eat Ellis because I'm on a oh, diet and I want to go lean. Oh, I, I, yeah, I am. Lean. Yeah, very lean. You're lean. You're mostly bone. You're mostly yeah. well. There's a lot of muscle. I mean, that's what I'm saying. He's building some muscle, man. You know, it's gonna be tasty. Yeah, I'm a lot of fat. It's mostly what I got. Well, I'm afraid, like, after the beard you used to have, I bet you're hairy everywhere, man. I don't want to have to shave it. All inside and stuff. Yeah, I got all the hair in my bod. Where would you start? Because, you know, if you're going to eat a horse, you got to start bottom up. If you were going to eat me. I'm starting at the top of Boogie, and I'm just going to, like, Wario chomp on him. Are you you going to eat? not spitting him out. Are you eating me alive? Yes. It's very important that you're alive. So have you ever seen? Because I don't heal any per any damage on myself if you're not alive. Have you Are ever you seen? Currently damaged. Have you ever seen the Night of the Living Dead? I'm, yeah, I'm familiar. There's yes. a sequel. Yeah, there's a sequel made in the '80s. Um, yes, it's uh, I forget the name of it. It's not. It doesn't have the word the Is Living Dead, the dead in it. Is it Day of the Dead? Is that the one from the '80s? The one that's I, all punk I, they're, rock? They all blend together to me, but I know that there that was one of the sequels. Several. There, are you thinking of Return of the Living Dead? Um, yeah, Jacob Return of the Living Dead. Name. So if you guys don't know, if you guys don't watch uh, Red Letter Media, you should. I don't. I think you boys are very aware of them, but our listeners may not be. Red Letter Media, give them a follow on YouTube and everywhere else. But they just not did a, a a review, uh, re reason view review of. Uh, Return of the Living Dead, which is an insanely good movie, by the way. If you've never seen that, you probably should watch it. It is hysterically funny. <laughs> and if you like comedy horror films, this is right up there, dude. I mean, is it, that they the don't one make with Dennis like Hopper in it. I don't know if Dennis Hopper's in it, but what I do, what I, what I, what what this did, what this did make me, what made me think of that is in that movie, zombies literally never stop moving or dying. Once it's animated dead. You are alive forever. So, spoiler here for a movie that came out in the 80s. Um, they they have, everybody in that movie has seen Night of the Living Dead. So they believe it works the way Night of the Living Dead does. And so, at one point, when they accidentally uncover one of the first zombies, and these are the zombies from the the previous Night of the Living Dead, they have been captured and put into stasis, and they are supposed to store them, and they accidentally get out. They try to destroy the brain of one, and it fails. It continues to move and continues to be alive, and it's still screaming. The zombie is screaming because they're sentient and they can talk, okay? Which leads to one of my favorite lines in any horror movie ever. There's one where they, these cops show up, and the zombies kill the cops, and one of the zombies grabs the microphone and leans in and says... Send more cops. 
because they want to eat him, you know. Uh-huh. Um, so so anyway, the, the yellow zombie, they call him the yellow zombie because he's dyed yellow at that point because he's been in stasis for a really long time. They, they, they shove a pickaxe through his head and it keeps screaming. So they think the most logical thing to do then would be to cut off the head. That'll kill it, right? Nope. Mm-hmm. The head is still alive <laughs> and the body is still alive after that. And so the body gets up and like runs around the whole place and eventually they chop it into little pieces. But the little pieces continue <laughs> to move. So they think we need to destroy it entirely. We will take all of these cursed or scientifically destroyed or whatever, however you want to call it. Scientifically cursed. And we will cremate it. We're going to cremate it and then utterly destroy it. But if you have any concept of how atoms work, that doesn't destroy these cursed atoms. It just distributes them into the air. So now the particles are zombies. And they infect you, anybody who breathes those particles. And so, so that's how it spreads. Right, everything. That's how it spreads, and everything goes completely to shit. And those particles will also resurrect not just the previously dead, like in the previous movie, because this is its own thing. It is kind of a spiritual sequel. Um, okay. It, it, it those 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 creatures also it will resurrect skeletons. And so even at one point, there's a skeleton that shoots up out of the ground with eyeballs. It still has eyeballs. It's a skeleton with eyeballs for some reason. It is like so horribly animated and it's so funny and it's just so, it's so morbid and disgusting and awful. And I'd forgotten about that movie until that review. And I forget what you mentioned that made me think about stuff that can't die and continues to move. Eating you alive, I think. Yeah, it was eating me alive, right? That's what it is. So you could do that to one of those creatures. Normal stuff that comes up in the podcast. It would just continue to, it would just continue to scream. If you, cursed me with that i would just continue to scream as okay all right all just right like, so i would know i would expect you... nothing less honestly the screams make you more delicious hey guys uh what would be your ideal most decadent sandwich Ooh. this comes off of us decadent. last week talking about elvis's sandwiches that he would eat and how um i'm just gonna say batshit crazy they were <laughs> i think the most delicious one, having having not crazy not not heard any of your previous answers. I'm just going to go with uh, baby brains. That'd be pretty decadent. That's I don't know that it would be good. It would definitely That's, is that your ideal? No, it's not ideal. It's just the first decadent thing. Okay, well, ideal. I'm asking for your, your most ideal decadent mm-hmm. sandwich creation. I, I want... often eat uh, potato bread okay. with crunchy peanut butter and sriracha and bacon. That's that is the sandwich I eat all the time, and it is a delicious that sandwich. Sounds really good. It's very I, good. I want my bread to be made by Yo Yo Ma. Okay. Um, I, I don't know if those skills would translate, but you know he could like also then like play music while I'm eating it, and that would be great. Um, oh, play play it to the bread, make the bread imbue. Oh it. yeah, he could imbue the dulcet tones of his music into the bread as he's making it. That sounds good. I'm yeah. into that. Um, and then all the internal ingredients are made by my new favorite crack team, Iron Chef Miyamoto and Alton Brown are going to get together and they're going to make that sandwich. And it's very important that I don't know what's in it. Like, I don't I don't know the ingredients because then I am so pleasantly surprised when I bite into this decadent sandwich. I, I like how classy your sandwich is and mine sounds like uh, Guy Fieri had it, it uh, came up with it in a fever dream. <laughs> There's, yours is a lot more attainable. 
There's a sandwich mine. Elvis used to make all the time. Yes. Um, and basically, ooh, it's insane. I mean, it's completely insane. I've always wanted to try it. I've never thought, because if I liked it, God help me, right? But what you do is you take a loaf of bread and you just whatever delicious bread, right? And you kind of scoop Yo-yo out the bread, bread. Scoop out, scoop out the bro- uh, the um, the bread in the middle, right? And don't think pre-sliced. You know, you're, th- you're thinking like like not a baguette, but a nice big loaf like that, right? Then you fill it with an entire jar of peanut butter, an entire jar of jelly, okay? Then layer a few bananas, sliced bananas into it, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Right. Then a few strips of pre-cooked bacon. Then you wrap it with string and you deep fry it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you pull that out of there and you slice it. Now, I want to go a little more decadent because I want to okay. add some money to this because I've always wanted to eat money, too. We're also right. going to include gold leaf layer. Okay. Okay. A gold got, leaf layer not, not in just there. Like dollar I thought you bills. were going to, yeah, no, bunch no. of dollar bill. And gold I was like, leaf. Because gold okay. leaf is way more expensive than dollar bills, man. Yeah. And so depends on how many dollar bills. So add gold leaf to it. All right. And then yeah, slice it up, little slices. And I think we need a sauce to dip it in. I don't know what sauce you would dip it in. What would you dip it in? Raspberry jam. Yes, you you dip a Monte Cristo into. Hey, but you see you've already got jam on there, right? Yeah, Yeah. there's already jam. I don't want to dip it jam into jam. A different jam. What about a jalapeno jam? Ooh, like that mango jalapeno stuff we can get at Slim's. Right, there you go. Good. That sounds pretty good. Yes. I Mm. just had a heart attack thinking about this. Or some white queso. Yeah. I see. Yeah, white queso. I see chocolate sauce sounds good too. Yeah, because it's peanut butter. I mean, peanut butter and banana and chocolate all go together with that jam flavor. Oh, God, I don't want a peanut butter jam. I had a peanut butter jelly sandwich so bad right now. You guys want to like go get food after this? That sounds like, like, you know. Where can you get a deep fried peanut butter, banana, bacon, jelly sandwich though? Uh, I mean, I have an air fryer. I could make that and <laughs> put it in an air fryer. Right. Chad, I don't think it's the same thing. I don't think that would really work. Chad, call Chad, the Chad. Chad, please go to the store and purchase <laughs> a giant loaf of bread, an entire thing of peanut butter, some jelly, some bacon. As opposed mm. to purchasing not an entire thing of peanut butter? Yeah, could you get me half a jar of peanut butter, please, Chad? If you go to Ozark Natural Foods or Whole Foods, you can grind your own peanut butter and get as much as you want or as little as you want. Thank you very much. I would like one spoonful of peanut butter, please. One spoonful, please. Okay. Medicine, go down. I would like one ground-up peanut, please. One? One peanut's worth of butter, please. Thank you. Uh, all right. So, you have a Boogie. Yes. You have a character in Mortal Kombat whose moves are all based on Scottish food. Ooh. Ooh. What do you call this character? What are their special moves, and what fatalities do they have? His name is Great Scott. Okay, nice, <laughs> right. nice. That's um, also what I came up with, so good yeah. job. Okay. Um, his fatality definitely involves bagpipes. Okay, um, yeah. Uh, at least and one of them. fights with them? Right? Like, he's got, like, spiritual, you know, summoned bagpipes? Uh, the second one, well, no, see, I just want the, I want him involved in the, in the, um, in, I, no, okay, hold on. He eviscerates you and turns your body into bagpipes. Yes. Ah, yes, That's yes, it. yes. That's it. That's then the his, his his other fatality is he just makes haggis out of you and eats it. Okay, okay. sure. Yeah. So he just so- in, grabs your stomach, splits it open, grabs all your other organs, shoves them in there, um, and sews it up real quick, and then just takes a nice big bite. I like that. So I was thinking for for move sets, base it all on like the Highlander games. 
like the the caber toss or whatever where they just pick up a tree trunk and throw it as far as they can have you looked at these games the stuff that they do is wild one of them is pick up a series of ever increasingly large spherical stones and the last one is like and i watched a video of a guy completing it and it starts off and you're like that's a pretty big that's a pretty big stone ball i thought he was gonna start with like a golf ball size that's like a bowling ball size this is the beginning and then it goes up like 12 and so every one it's like there's no way there's a bigger stone than this (laughs) and the last one is just like the size of his body and he just picks it up so so you just like pick it up and just drop it on people or throw tree trunks at them or you could just hit him with like a big two-handed sword. I was thinking yeah, that also works. I was thinking I was thinking that, but I was also thinking a really a spiritual uh, brother to Sp- uh, Bo Raicho, right? So he would drink, yeah. right, and then like do a lot of burps and farts, you know, blowing his okay. kilt up at you every once in a while when he does the farts, right? You have okay. like a variety of kilts that you can gather. Um, I just basically wanted to be Bo Raicho. I think. <laughs> now that I think about it. Yeah. Bo Raicho, mirror fighter. Yeah, pretty much. Excuse Echo me. Fighter, yeah. Echo but fighter. remember, he, we do get three movesets, technically, with the new way yep. they do Mortal Kombat. So right, one of yep. them is he's got the big staffs and the big balls. The other is he he, he farts and drinks. <laughs> got the big staffs and the big balls. The big ball. staffs and the big balls. Well, most Scottish people do have big staff and big balls, you know. Plus their um, scotch eggs. Yeah. And then uh, what would be a third moveset, then? Uh, just, a, just a grappler. It's got, like, two command grabs. Yeah, like uh, he's just like a regular old fighter from the uh, no from the from the Simpsons, right? Oh, oh all, yeah. All of his entry lines are about how much he hates Bart Simpson. <laughs> uh, that question was um, uh, came in from Scottish Geek Plays, uh, so thank you very much for that one. That's, hey, that is a good one. That guy's a cool if, guy. If you can't guess, uh, he's Scottish. He is. He's Scottish. He I might be him. Scottish. Well, we were horribly stereotypically offensive right there, so it's probably our fault. All right, guys, uh, we got a, we, we got time for one more good question here, and we'll be at the 90-minute mark. We should probably cap it there. What do you got for us? All right, if you're stuck on a desert island with the worst possible video game villain you could imagine hunting you and one video game hero to protect you, who's ooh. the villain, who's the hero? Oh, okay, my immediate thought is who's the sexiest hero? <laughs> so definitely definitely weird move because they they need to like keep you alive and stuff oh yeah. I, okay listen to me all right laura croft can keep me alive dude okay are you are yeah. you being sexist right now are you saying laura croft because she's a woman and is sexy can't keep me alive how do you think laura croft would handle fighting godzilla well <laughs> poorly megatron something something with her tits i guess i don't know Laura Croft would be fantastic at survival and keeping me alive if we had to fight dudes. Okay, how about this then, smartass? Bayonetta. She could take on Godzilla in a heartbeat, and she is sexy AF. All right, Right. so Godzilla and Bayonetta. There There you go. go. Bayonetta. We got there. That's a good answer. Thank you, Epic Always, for supplying Bayonetta, because I would never have come up with that one. That was really good. (laughs) Though I want long hair, Bayonetta. I don't like the short hair, Bayonetta. Okay. Doesn't she always have long hair? She like, did in the last game, uh, and hair? then between uh, game one and game two, she cut it. But she like all her moves are hair related, right? But that's the thing, since her she can make her hair as long as she wants, and she just wanted it to be short. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah. Okay. She, she thought it looked more hip and cool. Yeah, she liked it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's Good. the whole thing. Yep. I hope next time in like Bayonetta three, she has the I want to speak to your manager cut. Uh, That's the one she has in Bayonetta 2. Yeah, <laughs> oh, is it really? Exactly. really yeah. is like that. Like, yeah, she's like, my son like did not get to play in this soccer team, and I am very upset. 
haircut Ooh. is what she has. Yeah. Uh, and that question to. before I we move on too far is from Tree Roy. Tree Roy. Tree Roy. Requiem. Six six seven zero. Thank you so much for that question, Tree Roy. All right. I think that's going to do it. That wraps us up. We got to wrap. We got to wrap it up. Hey, guys. uh, Don't forget, by the way, you can always find the boys over at twitch.tv slash big underscore breakfast. And and Jacob will be streaming as soon as we're done here. So if you're in the live YouTube or live Twitch chat, um, I'm going to raid them directly. Don't forget, if you're watching this on YouTube, to do all that YouTube stuff like hit subscribe, hit like. Um, you know, give us your social security number, whatever it is. I don't remember what I was give, to Yeah, do. we want that credit card uh, information. If you listen on that iTunes, that Spotify, or anywhere you can rate the podcast and you enjoyed it, please do and leave a positive comment. Let them know that you enjoyed what we are doing here. And if you're one of those affluent people who have more than an extra dollar in their pockets at the end of the month, you can always go to patreon.com slash the big stack podcast and hook a brother up because we uh, right now are just getting enough money to buy a video game once a month, maybe two, which is great. Uh, but you know what we would love is my good friend, Ellis, my good friend, uh, Jacob, were able to pay their rent by just doing this podcast on top of streaming and everything else they do to work hard to try to build their following. And if you could do anything, income man is our favorite superhero. (laughs) If you could do it, that would be my GURPS hero power. I would just (laughs) be Elon Musk. In GURPS, that's what we're rolling. I think Elon Musk goes a little beyond disposable income. Very. Know, he disposable. shot a car into space. It's like the the epitome of disposable income. Let me tell you something. No, he didn't. It looked fake. And once you really start looking at it, you realize that that can't be Where in space the because there is no space. Number one, there were no stars because you can't fake stars using CGI, obviously. Secondly... All right, the world is flat, so there is no space. Thirdly, if you got that close to the edge of the world to try to put something into space, God would stop you. He would. I've seen him do it with these eyes. Visit our website at www.wedonthaveone.com. We don't. We don't have one. Don't go there. That's probably a virus. Guys, thanks for watching. If you're watching the live stream, uh, we will hang out and say good night. And thank you guys for the donations and bits and that kind of thing. Um, and if you're listening elsewhere, can we say thank you for watching? We love, love you very much. And we'll speak with you again soon. Good night. Good night, sweetheart. Good night. Well, it's time to go. Do, 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 do. Do, do. Bye.